at that point, uh, they decided they wanted to be by themselves. Mm. So they broke the band up. And, and at that point, I'm like, man, I put all my eggs in this one basket with these guys and, and they broke the band up. And at that point, I really started shedding and just, you know, decided to be, be who I am. Mm -hmm. And I just practiced, man, like I would practice like three hours a day, you know, and uh, I still practice at least an hour, hour and a half a day, you mm -hmm. know, even though I, I play six nights a week. I am here with another episode. Hey, y'all, today I have a legend here in DFW, um, Don Diego. And uh, and the reason why I want to have Don on is, is there are a lot of people that are on like SoundCloud and Spotify and say they want to be uh, musicians. And, you know, I'm not a musician, but I do know business. And I think it's never been easier to make money doing what you love. But Don's been doing it for, for years before. It was like easy to do it on the internet. And so I wanted to have him come on, give his perspective on how he did it and his thoughts on the music industry moving forward. So thanks thanks for hanging out, Don. What's going on? Um, what, what's, what, what's new, man? What's going what's on? What's up, you? It's, it's all new. Everything <laughs> is new, man. Yeah, it's a pleasure for, uh, for doing this, for you having me. And uh, yeah, like you said, now, now is the time. And I can go back to the time where uh, it was kind of rough, and uh, you had to have, you had to go to school, you had to learn, you had to be a certain, you had to know, you had to know music in general, and then to just find it on the internet or find things like that, you know, or, or sample it or do. We didn't have samples back then, you know what I'm saying? So you had to roughly do it. You had to actually do it. So, 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 how? Where, where are you from originally? I was born in New Orleans, okay. but I don't know. I don't know much about it because I was raised here. Okay. In Dallas. And, and how, how were you always in the music? Well, I started, my father was in music. My father played piano and like in the cafes and stuff like that. And uh, my brother was a musician, play, he, he plays drums and also a band director. So I started about in the sixth or seventh grade. I went down, uh, this guy, Michael Thomas, he played saxophone with my brother, who was about seven years older than I at the time. And uh, he let me borrow his horn. I didn't know nothing about horn. And uh, I would go down the street and get his horn, and, and I just picked it up and started playing it and didn't know anything about it. Uh, didn't know notes, didn't know anything. I played a recorder in the, uh, sixth grade. So how'd you know what you, you just like? You just because it was the, it's the recorder is kind of like the uh, saxophone. Okay. So it will just, just put my fingers on where, where I thought it would be and mm -hmm. play. <laughs> just, you know, just play. And another thing called circular breathing. Uh, that it takes years and years and years for, for us sax players to do and our musicians to do. And I uh, just picked it up and, and just do it. Just naturally. Yeah. It reminds like my, I got like a, a three-year-old and, um, but when he was two, we bought him these drums and I, like no lie, he's been playing like every day, twice a day. Na and, just, and, and he just like picked it up and just, we took him to Memphis. Right. And we were on Bill Street and they were playing music and he just was mad when we, you know, when we left. And so I'm like, sometimes it's just like in your soul. If you have it, yeah. If you yeah. have it, it's there, man. And yeah. then it's up to you to 
you know, to go to school or nurture it or, or, or make it better or whatever. So that was my next question. Did you, so once you did that, did you follow up and then start? Yeah, I started going to, I went to school, started, I graduated arts magnet. Uh, then I have a degree at Texas Southern educate, music education degree. And uh, I just been doing it ever since. I've been playing, playing actually professionally for about 30 some years. 30 some years. Yeah. And so, um, Let's go back to the start. So when you when you got the degree, were you playing throughout college? When when did you start actually like getting some gigs? I, I was playing. I did gigs in college when when the professionals come through. Mm -hmm. They didn't have bands. They would come to the yard and, and get musicians, different musicians. So I was playing then a little bit then, mm -hmm. but I was still going to school. Back then you had to go to school. You had to finish school. Mm -hmm. Your parents you got to finish school. Got to do that. So I started playing back then uh, professionally. Uh, just a little bit. And then when I graduated, uh, I was teaching school for, and I didn't even teach music. I was teaching uh, like history for like two years. And this, I said, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. So I just used my education degree for, I guess, just for a fallback. But right after then, I started playing and I've just been playing ever since. And, and so, so we, and, and, I, and I know, I know it's been a while, over 30 years doing it. Let's, let, let's go back for the folks that are saying, hey, look, I'm here and I want to, I want to be like Don. You know, go go back to your mindset when you're like, I'm gonna quit this job, I'm gonna go do it. Like, how'd you get your first gig? How'd you like I like I said, all of it came was coming natural uh, mm. to me and I can remember I was playing in this band, uh, we were called Out of the Blue, and we were talking about getting big and, and it was brothers. It was me and my brother, uh, Steve and his brother and, and the Wooden brothers. And and we were playing around playing around the city. And at that point, uh, they decided they wanted to be by themselves. Mm -hmm. So they broke the band up. And, and at that point, I'm like, man, I put all my eggs in this one basket with these guys. And, and they broke the band up. And at that point, I really started shedding and just, you know, decided to be, be who I am. Mm -hmm. And I just practiced, man. Like, I would practice like three hours a day, you know. And uh, I still practice at least an hour, hour and a half a day, you know, mm -hmm. even though I, I play six nights a week. And I started playing, I got with a guy and me and my, one of my closest friends, Adrian Halton, AD, and we just, that's when drum machines first came out. They called them rhythm machines then. And uh, <laughs> you, they had like eight different beats on them and uh, I played keyboards and, and he would sing with the rhythm machine. Uh, I would sing, uh, I would, he would play keyboards and I would play my horn. And we started playing happy hour at this place, just him and I. and. Uh, I think we was making like $25 a piece a day, you know, make $25 a day. And I'm like, man, if I can make $25 a day. And back then, you know, that was 30 years ago. That's, that's cool. And I've been playing ever since. Just, you know, practicing and playing. Mm -hmm. God, it's been good. That, man, one gig led to the next. One gig led to the next. You know how it goes. Mm -hmm. You know how it goes. And you're the right person. Man, the right person can change everything. You know? And so I'm completely ignorant to the music business, so forgive the ignorance. But when you were doing that, did you ever – um say hey you know what i want to like try to get a deal or or you just want to just play on your own no, terms for... yeah you, you was always trying to get deals back then mm. you it wasn't no you couldn't put out cds or albums you couldn't did you couldn't do that without a label mm. and you were always trying to get on a label uh my first label was um called sbk not yeah sbk then ultracks was it Ultrax first and then it's became I don't I don't remember but 
I've been on about four or five labels, mm -hmm. and now you don't really want to be on a label. You want to do your own yeah, thing, you know, yeah, because you can make. Because the labels, you make, they make you think you're making money, mm -hmm. but they're making money, and then they give you money up front. But everything you do, they're not giving it to you. They're they're loaning it to you. Right. You think right. they're giving it to you, and that's another part of it that I like to tell anybody that's getting into it, man. Study the business part of it more mm -hmm. so than anything, man, because. I think the business part is is is, is half is fifty fifty with you, with the playing part, mm -hmm. you know, because you could be playing and somebody else making the money off of you, and that's very frustrating. Right, that's very because I imagine that now, and that, that when you talk about the business, I understand that part. I'm, I'm really like, hey, if you get if you're good at the music, internet gives you distribution, right? So you got to put it out on all the platforms. You get your account to handle the money, and then if you really want to grow faster you yourself can go find investors and say, hey, I got my own label, gotcha. um, give me some money, this is the plan, and you can like be, because that's all, that's all a label does, what I understand, right? right? They just got the money. They already got the money, and yeah. then they, they, but you can do that now, and, and just like we're doing this, you get followers, mm -hmm. and once people start following you, you get followers, and then when you go to, a, if you want to go to a label, you don't have to, but when you go to a label and say, look, I got a million followers, just like this, every time I do something, I got people following me, and that's... You can dictate the terms. Dictate, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's what, that's what I like about it. Some parts I like, and some parts I don't like. I don't like that we don't have the um, originality. Like, everybody kind of sound the same. Mm -hmm. Back then, you know, everybody had their own sound because you didn't have internet. You had to come up with your own sound. Mm -hmm. Now that's the part that I don't like. It, it, we don't have a, we still have originality as far as lyrics and, and how music is done. But uh, as far as uh, the just getting in there raw, straight, doing it, learning, it, playing it, it's not like that anymore. Do, do, you, do you, you know how everything goes in circles? Do you do you think? And I don't know, but do you think the internet will now? Would it come back to that? Yeah, because you think about it and you're like everything comes back full circle. And I imagine you have. I need to give like an example, you know, because I'm, I'm sure, you know, like Prince, you know, Prince was a genius as far as being able to do, play everything and do everything. And I'm almost like, if I were a young musician, I would like say, you know what, we need more Dons and Princes who can like play. You know, you think that's coming back? Yeah, I, it, it's coming back. It, it, it has to come back because uh, people want to be players. These young guys, man, oh, hell no, I mean, they're players. Mm -hmm. But I, as far as the music is concerned, how the music is put down, I don't think it'll ever come back to how, because mm -hmm. it's constantly elevated, <coughs> excuse me, to another level. Like the digital stuff, you gotta learn the digital stuff now. Like just now, I'm, I'm old school, I wanna do analog, and then but now, I can't go to the library and use a car catalog no more. <laughs> you know, I gotta, if, if you don't change, the world is gonna change you. Got it. And that's what's happening as far as the music is concerned, as far as how it's put down. You know, I have to, for instance, I'm, I'm getting ready to play on a famous uh, blues, blues guitarist, Lucky Peace. Now, Lucky is in Canada. Mm -hmm. Lucky sent me his tracks over the email. Over the, over email. So I'm gonna go in the studio, I'm gonna put my solo down, and then just send it, send it back to Lucky, and he put it, it's, it didn't used to be like that. You yeah, just have to fly a person mm -hmm. there. You have to get together. You have to do that. So it's you. I don't think it'll ever get back to. Sometimes people do that. I'll just it just keep technology that's growing and growing. Mm -hmm. yeah, so. yeah. 
and I guess that net it ends up better, right? Cause I, yeah. You know. Because I'd rather be at home than on a plane flying to Canada. Right. When I just be at home, I'm by myself working on this track, working on it, and when it's right, I send it to him. We're not, we not, we not take, taking up money, spending studio time. You know, I'm doing it here in my home, and I just send it back to him. And that's get paid. Yeah, and and do you think today there's a need studios or you can go to your own? You home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a studio in my house mm -hmm. in the back, and 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 we you just you 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 people are buying technology just like on the iPhone. You can record a whole session on the iPhone. Hmm. Has a studio, has each instrument instrument has a little keyboard, everything you can record on it, and then you can turn around and shoot your video on the phone, on the iPhone, <laughs> you can do a movie. On the iPhone, so technology, man, is just, you gotta get with it. And that's what, that's why I struggle with the technology part because I'm old school, but you know, I just gotta get with it or I'll be left behind. Yeah, and that's just the way it is. Just find you a 35 year old. No right, thing. exactly, exactly. I, I, say, I say 35 because they didn't got through the stupid stuff. Right, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so so are, are there, um, and going back to in the mindset of a, of a new young, musician trying to trying to get their uh their work out there have have with so many options like i can imagine some people are just not good and don't know it you know what i'm saying so <laughs> so, so so how did, how does somebody know if hey man i'm just i'm just not made for it? like is there a time frame or or a way where you know if you're good or you just kind of I, I i don't think there is uh if you feel like if you feel it in your spirit that you're good you don't care what nobody else say, mm -hmm. and 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 you're gonna you're gonna keep no. Now, if it was something like years have gone by and you ain't made no money, <laughs> you're still on the job working. You know, <laughs> there are people that make a lot of money at this and not good mm -hmm. uh, too. But they are good. I mean, they're making a living. Mm -hmm. I might not be good to somebody. And you know, it's and there's so many genres in 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 the music business. It's you know with the hip hop and. And then the rap, then the jazz, and the straight edge jazz, then the contemporary jazz, and the fusion. Mm -hmm. There's so many different uh, areas you can go in. You know, you won't. You good if you're making a living. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. You you good after after excuse me after 20 years and you still in there practicing <laughs> and ain't making no money <clears throat> and still working. You the might say, you might need to yeah you might <laughs> What about live performances? Because you, you, I mean, I hear really good things of people who've seen you live perform. Like, and I know some people are good at music. Some people are good at some people are not good at live performance. Some people are good at both. Yeah. So, so what, what? I mean, what's the key to giving a good live performance? I've always been good live because I enjoy playing. Uh, there are there are a hell of a players that just that's are studio players. Yeah. And they can put it down, but put them in front of an audience, they 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 would have a problem. And I, and it was just the opposite to me. Uh, when I first started recording, I didn't know how to put my stage on my on the wax. I couldn't do that, and it was so hard for me to learn because on on stage they have to have something to look at, you know. So you can add that with it, but mm -hmm. in the studio, you just got to come straight from here, and you have to know how to make it melodic, and you have to. And I didn't know how to do that. I, I still think I'm learning every day on um, um, each one of my CDs that I put out. Um, I'm learning better. I'm learning how to do it more. So mm -hmm. there are all there are great artists that they they just call studio musicians, and and they don't they don't go anywhere, and they still make a living. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some there are some people who are like um, 
what's his name, uh, in uh, Las Vegas, uh, Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton never had a hit, maybe one, if, if that, but he makes more money than Michael Jackson go, and just performing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Wayne Newton, because he's on Las Vegas, you know, and he's, mm -hmm. that's, oh, yeah. yeah, and you're gonna make a living just performing, and they'll never have to go in the studio. Mm -hmm. And I like both of them, you know, I like, uh, I, if you if I had a choice, I'd rather be performing, but I know I'd rather be on stage, but that's not gonna be realistic for all my life. Right. There's gonna be a time where I'm gonna have to just sit down and mm -hmm. do what I, you know, still do it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and with the current music business, though, I think, I think, uh, I mean, that's, performance is where the money is. Exactly. Because like, folks pirate music or you can put it out free or even if you count, which, you know, if you count what you make on the CDs, net your uh, cost of production and cost of marketing, it's kind of like, that's just the advertising tool for the show, right? If yeah. I understand it Performing, not, well, kind of, but kind of not. If you put out one hit, you get a hit. Mm. You set for life. Your kids are set for life. But then you got to know the business part to keep renewing that 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 your um, copyrights. Mm. As long as your family, you you get a hit. Uh, let me think of one. Don't go changing. Trying to please me. That's <laughs> and that will forever be a song. And somebody gonna keep doing it, doing it. Whoever get, had the rights to that, they gonna keep making money off mm. of it. So you get one hit. One hit. You can you can eat. Go to the mailbox. You ain't got to do nothing, you know. Go to the mailbox. Yeah, you know? collect the check. Collect the check. Uh huh. You know. Um, I, I, well, but I, I, I just, just the main thing though is that business, man. You, it's I, I've been robbed. Everybody gets robbed in the beginning because they don't know the business, man. I just wish, I wish I would have spent as much time learning the business of music than the, even just as much as I learned to play because the playing I had. I think it's God gift or so, but just learning that business, man, that's a whole nother thing. Mm. And and that's I gotta stress that. Who who are some of the people in the business that you say are really good at the business part of music? Uh Prince was good. Mm. Prince was great. You know, Prince left the label. Prince had CDs out. He was the first one that I know to start putting out stuff online before anybody else did. You know. Mm. He just left the label and just nobody never even know. Did his own label, did his own thing. He was—he's the first one that I can think of that started doing the internet stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he was—he was great at it, you know. Yeah, I, I think his business—his business skills are underrated. I mean, the right. music—the music people understand, but the business skills are underrated. Yes, it is underrated. Rated. And it's like, so that's—it's business part of it. But I mean, the playing part is one thing, but the business man—I just wish I could go back and do that again. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's what I stress. I mean, I stress, you know, the spirit. I stress practicing, I mean, persevering. But I, that business, learning that business, man. Mm. I have a 20, I have a 19-year-old, and he's trying to do producing and doing music. And I, and I tell him, man, just study that business part mm -hmm. rather than putting it. Because you can, if your business is together, you can put out mediocre stuff, but you got your business together. You can get it out there. Uh, his, his name His name is, uh, uh, you know, Puff Daddy made a lot of money doing that. He, he's, he's all business. All business. There you go. And and he's a, what, close to being a billionaire. Yeah, he um <coughs> let me uh but yeah, he um yeah, he is close to be a billionaire. I think I mean I'm a fan of his and Jay-Z's exclusively on the business. Jay-Z as business, man. Yeah. And Jay-Z been in it for a long time and all that. Then these guys mastered the music, then they put out a 
liquor. Then they put out blue jeans. Then they put out a clothing line. Man, that's well. Now, nowadays, you see like this is like in Houston. We grew up on um, Swisher House, and you got Paul, Paul Walsh, Millionaire, right, right, Slim right. Thug. Like all those guys are business kind of. Slim Thug buys up real estate. Millionaires like making money on tech. He hadn't even. They don't even. They, they, after a while, they don't even worry about the music part of it. They didn't think <laughs> Bring on somebody else, and they and they really can steal out there, man. And it just that business. I can't stress that enough, man. Like you, you know it, you know it. Yeah, okay. Um, one, one last question on music, and I go to the questions that I ask uh, everybody because this is just my curiosity on on business, um, and, and music. So, do have you the the music scene in Dallas? Do you see Dallas um, music community? building and, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a formatted with I'm from Houston and Houston uh, even our hip-hop was more lyrical but it wasn't it doesn't have the music feel of Dallas right when I came to Dallas like the hip-hop music feels different you have more of the you know Erica Badu's like the you know like it's a, it has a musical um touch to it do you feel it growing or do you feel the same way or what uh, I, musicians in Dallas you got local musicians and you got musicians like Erica Badu and, and people that have, have branched out. Erica is one, Erica with the exception. She, she's, she, she advertises Dallas. She says she's from Dallas, but most people, a lot of musicians, once they get out, they don't even want to come back to Dallas as mm -hmm. far as, as, as being, because Dallas is more industrial or it used to be back then more and in, more into the all or the stuff. It wasn't like New York or L.A. Most musicians, you had to go to New York or L.A. to, you know, kind of get out there. It's still kind of like that. And once you go there, where you from? You don't want to be from Dallas or that kind of kind of like that. Mm -hmm. But it's changing now. Now, as far as the live scene, when I first started playing in in Dallas, it wasn't a lot of bands playing like that. And, and But now you have bands at every corner, these and good bands. You can go here. That's why it's kind of hard now because... I've been playing the same places for years, so I don't really have that much problem getting gigs. I don't have to get gigs, but it's hard getting gigs because there's so many bands. Mm. So you got the live music scene, then you got the recording music scene. That's two different scenes. And, and recording is different because you can do it on your own. Like you say, everybody can put out a CD, but Dallas is growing, growing by leaps and bounds when it comes to that. Like back, back in the day, you didn't even want to be from Dallas. And now you you know Dallas has got a lot of musicians, man, come out of Dallas. Yeah, yeah, no, it's my Uber driver, he he was I was trying to I asked him the same question. He played uh he played some spots in Deep Ellum. Right. So he was kinda of, he was like, Man, this spot's popping up where you can play and I was like, Everywhere, really? I like it. Yeah, and it didn't used to be like that. Everywhere you go to Deep Ellum, you go to West End, you go to uh, uh out and everywhere people are playing and you can play, uh it's and the bands are rising up like that. It's more musicians and I can't say that ever because I don't know. There's always been a lot of musicians, man. But these kids coming up, and uh -huh. I'm just watching a little bass player on the internet this morning, man. And just hell of a players, man. So it, the avenue is open. It's wide open wide for open. business. Yeah. It's wide open. Yeah. Either way you go, either way it go, as far as playing. But still, I go back to that business part. But you know, <laughs> I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if. if um, if if you can go back and talk to the twenty two year old Don, what what would you what would you say to him if you can travel back in time? If I if I keep saying it, if I travel back in time and talk to a twenty two year old 
you sure you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair thing. Are you sure? You know, because it's a lot of us out there. You know, I, I see a young saxophone player uh, starting. I want to discourage him because I don't want to have the competition. I'm going to be trying to get what you want to play. Trumpet or something? You, know, you don't want to play sax. But realistically, I would tell him just practice, 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 one, because uh, to me, Opportunity is opportunity without preparation is is either one is not gonna work. You can be prepared all you want to be. You can be prepared up and never get the opportunity, and that's a that's a bomb. Or you can have an opportunity and not prepared enough, and that's a bomb. So opportunity plus preparation. You have to you have to make your opportunities, but you have to be prepared. Mm. For, you have to be prepared when you make your opportunities. So that's that's what I would tell them. Uh, uh, 22 year old. I don't tell myself that. Along with the business. Mm -hmm. well, what what are what three companies do you that you do you like doing business with? Meaning, you, you spend money with them fairly consistently, but you do it like loving it. I give like an example of mine. Like, I like Nikes, you know, or the cars that we buy. You know, we like buying Acuras or Hondas. All right. Uh, what three companies? Um, I love the studio I work out of. I got to give him props. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's uh, Wicked Wiz. Mm -hmm. Wicked Wiz, I mean, his ears, man, are like giant. And I go in and I record in his, in his little garage studio, and I, my stuff is just as good a quality as anywhere else. So I like spending money there. I like my uh, uh, spending money. I like to eat. So, <laughs> I, you know, that's a hard question. That's a hard question. Uh, I play a Yangasawa saxophones. I, I like the Yangasawas. Okay. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that, okay. That would be. Yeah, that's three. I love Yangasawas. They light. The more they're not as heavy as other horns, and the older I get, man, that horn is heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, where do you uh, get your news and information on what's going on? Is it like newspaper, TV, internet, social media, people? Internet is internet is social media, right? Nowadays, social media, right? That's how right. We through the social media, just like now, <clears throat> with you, uh, how you putting this out, or how you, you know, through social media, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's that's it. I don't even. I got a. It's funny. I got a uh, yellow pages delivered to my house uh, <laughs> last week, and I said, "Do people still use the yellow pages, man?" Hey, believe it or not, yellow pages still makes a billion dollars. That's I didn't know that. I'm like, how? Like, <laughs> who who uses yellow pages? And then uh, my girl said, you know, that's a lot of people that don't get on the internet. Well, don't have internet and don't get on it. And a lot of people on fixed incomes can't even afford internet, so they don't have to use yellow pages. Mm -hmm. They have to do stuff like that. What you you don't even think about that. So, yeah. and you know that the fixed income and your mm -hmm. business. So. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know. It was just funny to see a yellow pages, and I hadn't seen one. <laughs> I, I found that. As a matter of fact, on a podcast, I was talking to somebody. And he's like, Philip, you know that yellow page is a billion dollars in revenue. I'm like, how? Who right. Right. Yeah, it's companies like that. I wonder how they make like Halloween companies. They only sell one time a year. How do they, you know, stay in business? You know, it's companies like that. And they, 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 but those, I guess, they got short-term leases. They only have a lease for like what once a month. Yeah, right. How do the taxi cabs stay in business now? You know, you got I'm, the internet. I'm, I know, right? You got, the, I mean, the, the Ubers and the Lyfts and coming out with different things. That I think you was telling me, or somebody else was telling me, you know, Uber. Well, you got the hotel. They got people just renting out their houses. Yes, yeah, Airbnb. 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 Man, that's crazy because it's you know you want to talk about being in Texas and 
good investments. I'm trying to convince my wife to like sell our house in the suburbs. Right, right. You know, because I'm like, I'm like, you know, basically like the car, uh, the car got invented in 1900s and changed the way everybody did business. Right. right? The suburbs got right. built, drive-throughs. Right. And I'm like, internet is basically changing real estate to where people are moving back in the city. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, we're in a nice suburb. Let's sell it, rent that. Uh, you know, rent where we live, but use the money the bank will give us to buy houses and like, Airbnb exactly. them out. Exactly. It's, I mean, people are Airbnb like crazy. And, Have you ever done I, it before? No, I've never done it. I was a driver and riding in an Uber, and the guy was telling me about it. Him and his friend done it. The same thing you're talking about. And they, they're they able to, they're buying up property, just mm -hmm. like you're saying, do Airbnb. And that's like, that's a business I'm telling you about, man. That's a business, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what what about like when you do get downtime shows you like to watch so like in specific shows um, or movies you like to watch in your leisure time in my leisure time uh, I watch old shows Andy Griffith okay Andy, I used to watch that. I, I love Andy Griffith I I watch Frasier you know I don't really watch much I don't like to watch the news I don't want to know what's going on uh, politically wise I don't mm -hmm. cause it's it's so it's, it's, it's so, you never know yeah. what the truth is anyway. Mm -hmm. So I try to stay away from that. There's my mom, she keeps it on the news and mm -hmm. she just keeps it on and she stays depressed too because it, watching it, it, it takes you down. Right? Takes you down. So I watch old shows and Andy Griffith, Frazier, you know, I buy stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I listen to old, old music, old school music, like mm -hmm. Earth, Wind, Fire, uh, uh, Cool in the game, some old mm -hmm. guys that were really playing. Mm -hmm. Not saying that the guys are not playing. Now these guys are tremendous on in what they do and how they do it, like mm -hmm. Jay Z and people like that. And how they still coming up with stuff with you know. So mm -hmm. I just wonder, old school twenty years from now is gonna be the same old school than now. I think the, the new school is it's no new school it's gonna be old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old school that I'm listening to now is gonna always be old school. I, I think so. But 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 I'm curious, right? Because you see what um what uh what's his name did? Not not Miguel, um Bruno Mars Bruno Mars, back yeah. in the 90s. Right. Uh, well actually his whole album was like wasn't just the nineties. But he brought that funk, that old feel, like you said, back to that was, feel where people nice. are playing. Where people are playing. That's when everything is gonna come back. I'm like, I'm like he showed the blueprint. I was like, that album was like one of the hottest R and B albums he, I heard. It, and it's he's still putting out stuff that that's good. And mm -hmm. and 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 the thing about it, his stuff is new school, but he still got the old school flavor. Right. You know, so that's what I'm saying. So I've been in the business thirty years. Now the, the old school we listening to now was where when, when I started. No, but then. But before, when I started, there was no such thing as old school. That music was like the old, the Temptations is not old school. That's more like nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Temptations and Supremes and, and got music, the old Motown music wouldn't be called old school. The old school music was what the, the era that I came up in that people listening to. Mm -hmm. So you got the nostalgia from the 60s, the 50s and the 60s, which was great. But the old school that we listened to from Earth, Wind and Fire to guys like that, Commodores, uh, Confunction, that's gonna be old school forever. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's going, and that's kind of like old like, Kind of like what they call, they consider Beethoven. Right. Like it's never gonna. No, it's always gonna, gonna be classic. Classic. I, that's old school is always gonna be like that era. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. gonna have. You got new classical players and classical music, but still that classical gonna still. You go to Beethoven, you go to that type of stuff. So yeah, you because old school. We, we didn't have old school. You didn't call it old school uh -huh. when we was 
plan. We was we made old school, yeah. you know, and that's what you know. So now that old that, that the old school that we made will always be old school. Now the music that you listening to now, Bruno Mars and all that stuff, twenty years from now. It's gonna be probably something else, but the old school gonna still be old school. Right. I don't know what it's gonna be called, right. you know. Yeah, it, 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 it'll be interesting. I'm 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 curious to see like some some young dude that goes to, you know, um, people like you who can who can play who played in that era and do like a you know like a make them like the producer. Right? So, so like they'll, they'll take you. And somebody technical savvy and say, "Hey, I want y'all to make my sound for my." I'm like, that'd be like a dope album. That'd be a, that'd be a great album. That's how Bruno Mars did. Mm -hmm. But 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 still, even old school players, you got uh, Lakeside, which is old. Their music is old school. You go back and get Lakeside. Lakeside still playing. Lakeside can't come out with new music because people every time they come on the show, people right. go on here. They old school. They old school. They didn't want to hear. But, but, but that's why they pair with the young dude and, and, and use them to produce it, right? Because, produce it. because it introduces their music to the... To oh, perfect example. Uh, 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 Isaac Brothers, what's his name? Uh, Ron. Ron Isaac. He, he knew school. Mm -hmm. well, the old school. Yeah, I found out about him through Wayne. Lil yeah. Wayne. Yeah. I, so, you know. yeah. And uh, what's the other guy named that still playing? used to be with Gap Band. Uh, Charlie Wilson. Last question, right? And uh, uh, what are the top three books you have listened to recently or of all times? And you can have read or listened to them. I listen to a lot of my books, but any books that, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a, that's, I, uh, T.D. Jakes did a book, uh, one of his books. I'm reading a book now uh, by Joyce Myers. I, I, I read self-help books. I can't even think of the name of them. I can go get them. But, oh, I can read the name of it. Um, well, I read self-help books. And mm -hmm. uh, I can get them to my phone. I think it's a book by Joyce Myers that I'm reading now, which is a great book. Uh, he Man. T uh, he, he, he Motions. He Motions. He Motions. That's, that's, that's a Yeah, that, that's a book that I, I've read. And, uh, Joyce Myers book that I'm reading now that's great. Yeah. Okay, trust in God day by day. Okay, trust in God. God day by day, and it's not, it's 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 not a really a religious book, but it's it's a it's a more of a self help book. So most books I read are self help books. Mm -hmm. No, keep, keep that positive. Mindset. Yeah, yeah, keep it. I gotta I gotta stay positive in this. Ain't gonna just around me, man. Yeah. You know, nah, it, it, it makes sense because you always are upbeat whenever yeah. I talk to you. Yeah, you know? I, it's it's that's. I don't. I've been the same for years, man. People see me. <laughs> I've been the same, and I'm. You know, I, I I praise God, man. I I look the same. I feel good. I, I and I and money love me. So yeah. money go always come to me. You know what I mean? You know that's what I was gonna ask you. I forgot your your son. You mentioned your son, nineteen, getting into music. What what, what do you think? Does he does he have it? Mm, he. he I have a son that's in music, and he has it. He plays with me, uh, Don Jr. Okay. Like he's like your son. He started at two years mm -hmm. old playing, and he plays everything. He's old school, and he just he's better than me because he just picks up where I left off from. Like I'm better than my father was. He's better than me, but his business is messed up. Man, he might book two gigs at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that's that's his that's his downfall. Now, now my 19-year-old, he's getting into the pr production side of it and yeah. trying to be a producer. And uh, 
I'm really trying to scare Jim because he he he's into uh, IT and uh, he goes to school. He's doing his internship at AT and T. And he said, you know, Dad, I don't think I want to do AT and T or IT all my life. Mm. You know, I, I want to be a producer. I want to do this, and uh, I I like to discourage him, but that's what he wants to do. I have to encourage you. Him, you know? that yeah, I got to, you know. But like I said, if you in this for to, uh, you give yourself time mm -hmm. to say, if this haven't happened by then, mm -hmm. then I'm gonna do something else. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, I, I think I had the advantage, and that's uh, some people, when you know what you wanna do at the early age, mm -hmm. you have that advantage of some people. Because when I first went to college, there were people in school for three years and still changing their major, mm -hmm. not knowing what they wanna do, not, not knowing, you know. I majored in music. Uh, and music, I didn't have to have a minor. If I would have been in school, I would have majored in business, and music would have been my minor. Mm. You know, I like you, your your business man. You, you I, I I keep stressing that man. I would so that's what I wanted. I would encourage him to to, to get, the, get the business part of it. Yeah, because of you. In the beauty of twenties and thirties is you can like you know you can just do what you get it all out your system. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, Learn right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, because. Uh, People ask me, well, why don't you play? Why don't you do something else? Why don't you learn this other? Because I'm still learning this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm still learning. I'm still fascinated by this thing, man. I still play in this. And, you know, let me practice. Let me get this. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and practicing and playing is two different things. You know, yeah. you practice on things you can't do. Yeah. So you don't want to hear me practicing. They'd be like, is that under hell? Really? <laughs> you know, because I'm practicing. Yeah, dude. Uh, that you, makes a lot of sense. Practice on things you can't do. Mm -hmm. So when you get in front of people, you're able to do the things, you know. So playing and practicing are two different things. You know, um, I don't know how you would practice uh, being a producer, you know, doing mm -hmm. that side of it. I don't know how that, that is. And explain to me, like, production, right? Because, like, I don't, because producing in TV, right, means giving the money, but producing in music. And that's what it used to be. That's what it used to be back then, too. You had a, Producer, now the director, then the engineer, mm -hmm. and then producer would be the person, especially what they call it, the executive producer. Mm -hmm. It's the person that's giving the money. But now, producing is somebody that you can write the and a producer. Producer too would be like I I write my music, and I know that Herbie Hancock gonna play this phrase this way. Now, now he's gonna play the phrase that way. Now, if I use another keyboard play. He's going to play it this way. Well, I want it to sound like this, so I'm going to get Herman Hancock to do it. Mm. I'm producing my music the way I'm, I want it, to, want, want it to sound. It's almost yeah. like you're going out and pick, pick the certain actor because you know how that actor going to portray that part. It's kind of like the one that's in front of the band kind of orchestrating. Charlie Wilson, he produces, if he's producing you mm -hmm. as a, he has, he's, he, he will sing the part Exactly. So you're gonna learn how to sing it exactly like he's singing his voice, the mm -hmm. same way. And then he takes his voice over there after you learn exactly how to sing. So he produced that 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 vocalist. Yeah, that's yeah. his production. That's you know. Are, are there any producers who aren't good at music? Oh, a lot of producers are, don't don't even really know music, but just know. Uh, kind of like Diddy, I guess. Oh, like Diddy, uh, 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 George Clinton. Don't play an instrument. Oh, I, and he like and he produced some hits and how that's always been. How do you get these dope musicians to follow you? And you're not even a musician. Mm. You got you got a concept and an idea 
of I'm gonna do this idea and I want y'all to get me and and it worked. Man, how do you do that? So, I guess it's kind of like you know, like some like I give like Greg Popovich an idea. He wasn't a great basketball player, but he's a hell of a coach. A hell of a coach, and he and he don't. He don't use popular players. He might have two or three of them, but just like now, they're in the playoffs with with nobody. I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute, how would they get the seven seed? And winning. Yeah. <laughs> and winning. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it, the producing man is a wide wide scope now. Well, no, and and the reason why I ask him why I'm so interested in music, right? Like you know, I, I love business. I love investing. And you're the best. Hey, and I, you are the I, best. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It, but but. But I see, I see such a big opportunity in like music and tech. And like you said, so many musicians just don't uh, have the business. And I'm like, man, I, I was like, if I if I were like to raise some money, you know what I mean, right. and then help like musicians get their label, I like that. That would be like fun. To that's me. that's that's what I was I was gonna ask. You would be my manager. If I needed a manager, <laughs> I would ask you to manage me. <laughs> you make you make a lot of sense. You said something the last time. Uh, you would do something and. You said, uh, I forgot what you said, but you, I mean, if I needed a manager, if I wanted a manager, I'm asking you right now, you want to manage me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you, you give me a couple of years. I might for real. Like, I'm once talking, once, once I get thrown here, once management's backed up, you know, and I want to scratch my other business itch, yeah. I'm like, music would be a fun one because you come out and produce me or manage me, <laughs> man, because you got, you got the business side of it down, man. People can talk to you and. And learn stuff that I just have. Like I said, I wish I would have met you 20 years ago. Yeah, I appreciate it. How the rules I do? I was I was 15 trying to pursue my MBA career. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Man, this is fun. This is fun. How can folks reach you? DonDiegoJazz.com. All right. DonDiegoJazz.com is my website. My CD, the, the latest CD. Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I have to say, it's called "I'm Still Standing." And that's the one I bought. It was yeah, there. I'm still standing. Like that Thirty years in the business, and I'm still standing. I'm still money. Love me. Like I said, <laughs> I'm still making. I'm still healthy, and I'm happy. And give I'll give all the praise and honor to Lord Jesus Christ. And that's it. Amen. Amen.